Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. When it comes to a new stadium, Erie County Executive Mark Polencar said, go talk to the Bills. Well, we did, and they answered. I think the answer is probably a scaled-down version of some of these palaces that are being built around the country. This is going to be one of the, the biggest, most impactful projects to come in almost 50 years by the time we get around to it. Um, he says, just make sure you keep your eyes wide open. The Pagulas Talk Stadium, Phil Housley, and the culture of Pagula Sports and Entertainment. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716. A couple of weeks ago, when Erie County Executive Mark Polencars announced the results of a survey on the feasibility and interest in a new convention center for the region, he was faced with a question that tied a convention center to a stadium. He quickly snapped back to go talk to the Bills. And so, when Bills and Sabres owners Terry and Kim Pagula faced questions from reporters at the NFL owners' meetings, the stadium ultimately came up, and they answered. More on that in a moment. Well, uh, you know, the season obviously hasn't finished yet, but uh, I think uh, Botts has said it pretty well that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he supports Phil. Terry Pagula opening his session with reporters and answering questions about the future of Sabres head coach Phil Housley. As Pagulas were talking, the Sabres were being shut out by Ottawa in a game that would end for zip. Uh, Phil communicates with the players well. Are we happy with how the season is going? Absolutely not. You can ask anybody on the team. Uh, so, you know, something has to change. Uh, we don't know what, but we're all going to put our heads together and talk about it. But you feel you can justify bringing Phil Housley back despite the results since the 10-game win streak? I, I Yeah, yeah. You know, he, he's a young coach, and uh, he's uh, he, uh, he was a great player, and I think he can, uh, he can grow as a coach. Terry, how much of the coaching changes over the past years with both organizations maybe play a role in wanting to finally stick with one and Phil in particular? Yeah, we, we talked about consistency and, uh, you know, that's, uh, you look around uh, both leagues, uh, the National Hockey League and the National Football League and the teams that uh, have the consistent management teams seem to fare better. And, you, you know, you look at, I, I always say like the, the Patriots, you know, with Belichick and Brady, uh, it's like going to McDonald's and getting your coffee in the morning. It's, you know, it's the same. Or, or Tim Hortons, you know, it's, you know what you're going to get every morning. And those guys, uh, they've been together so long, you know, they're hard to compete against. We heard from your GM and coach perspective on the hockey side. Do you maybe need to add someone there? An extra layer experience, someone who could maybe help the process along? I don't think so. I don't think so because, uh, you know, I communicate with bots regularly daily sometimes three times a day and uh he's uh he's uh the only three-time gold medal world junior guy in the world 
he's a smart guy and he, you know he's he does a good job in, you know in hindsight uh it's easy to say now but when you had that 10 game winning streak and and the season was in a position where you you could make a a playoff run uh do you regret and not a greater investment in trying to to help that cause by bringing in the players who might be able to help help you that way. Well, uh, first off, I don't know if it was said publicly. I think Jason may have said something publicly. I'm not sure, but we knew at the time when we were number one in the Eastern Conference, we said we're not this good, but we're you know we'll come back to earth some. Now, did we think we'd come back like this? No. Uh, so, uh, at the time when we were 17, six and two, uh, we didn't think we were the number one team in the Eastern conference. And, uh, I think our guys have showed one thing, uh, <laughs> at one time they were, they just need to now continue and do that over a longer period of time. And what gives you confidence that that can happen given the way this season has taken the downturn that it has? The team is so young, and I know it sounds like a cop-out because there's young teams that are winning. I, uh, you know, we're one of the youngest teams in the league, and uh, that's, uh, that, you know, young guys make mistakes that sometimes they shouldn't, but they grow. For her part, Kim Pagula echoes much of what Terry Pagula had to say on the matter. Obviously, Terry and I, we're not, we're not happy with where we, we are at this point um, of the season. And as thrilling as that game was, I think, you know, all of us knew that that was early on in the season. Um, so, you know what, I, I've learned, learned in sports to, um, to have more patience than, than sometimes I want to have. And so I'm just going to be patient, um, wait and have the season and plan. I don't want to knee-jerk anything. I don't want to sit down and, um, you know, get the information. It's been a long season, um, but certainly we're not, we're not happy, obviously. Um, and I don't think Phil's or the player or, um, or, or Jason's happy either. But, um, but we got to make sure that the decisions we make are, are based on sound decisions, um, and that really can't happen until we kind of get all the information and that happens as you know, at the end of the season. So was a coaching change even on the table from your perspective? Well, Jason, I think, already said it, that, you know, he's not planning on um, on uh, letting Phil go, that he's going to be returning. Um, but that's not to say that we can't always improve. So it's, um, I don't think any times these things happen, it's not just one thing. It's, it's usually not just on one person. So we'll figure all that out and, and know that, um, you know, Terry and I, um, our, our staff, everybody in, in the organization, it, we want to get better, no Kim, doubt about it. Kim Pagula facing questions about the drastic staffing and organizational changes made recently within the Bills, Sabres, and Pagula Sports. It takes a while to just understand your organization and the people behind it and, and um, even just knowing how we want things to be, be done, how we want things to be structured. Gone are Russ Brandon and Bruce Popko, most notably, and others like Mike Gilbert have parted ways as well. Uh, once um, you know, Russ departed um, earlier you know, last year um, and I became president, then it just allowed me to get a little bit more deeper into the organization. Did you and then, oh, sorry. So, no, no, and so I, it just, it really is a, a matter of wanting to kind of put my own stamp, um, put, you know, not just myself, but Terry and I, our own stamp on the organization, how we want things to be structured and run. And now that we've got, you know, several years under our belt of knowing, um, knowing more, having more information. Some reports the came to light. Some of the behavior that went on there became public. Do you feel you had a cultural problem? 
at PSU? No, I don't think it was culture. And it wasn't just one thing. You know, it was it was a lot of different things. Um, some of it was just based on um, whether it was work related, whether it was just a restructuring, or you know. And I've been talking to a lot of other teams around uh, other clubs around the league. Um, you know, how are you doing things? And so for me, it was part of the learning process. And like I said, once um, once last year when Russ uh, departed, it was kind of it has allowed me, and it's just part of the whole progression of how how we want things to to be and, and how we want to make our own mark and so it wasn't just one thing it wasn't a cultural thing um it was just a, a, a just having more knowledge and experience what I will think you be looking for that. going forward as far as how you want to structure it and the people yeah, you want to bring right. in um i'm going to be looking for well right now honestly i don't know yet how I wanted to look at the end of the day. I'm still learning. And um, I'm now that there's been a couple more layers um, that have been taken away, it's just allowed me to learn more and understand more. Like I said, I'm still talking to other teams, um, been very involved at the league level, understanding the information and the resources they have and how they can help our club, um, just so that we can be better, you know, long term. Um, and that's right now, I don't have a timeline. And I'm just looking. Based on the performance of the hockey team, do you feel you maybe need another layer there, another addition in that front office, an additional layer of knowledge and experience? Um, I don't know that yet. You know, we're still in the season. I know we're close to the end, but usually that stuff, you know, we kind of look until after the season when we sit down and have our usual um, annual post-season um, review. So all that stuff will, will be discussed and talked about with, with Jason and with Phil and, and the players like the normal course of, of business. So we'll, we'll look into that. Now for the comments on a new stadium. Both Terry and Kim Pagula talked openly, but also repeated the fact that nothing would be addressed or finalized until after the extensive private study being conducted on the Bills Stadium and Sabres Arena. We've employed uh, CAA, ICON, uh, and Populous. They're doing a, a market study. Uh, it'll be done this summer. Uh, it's pretty extensive, the work they're doing. And uh, so I can't comment on what the results are because I don't know. We have dribs and drabs of what, what they've uh, seen so far. But, uh, you know, we're open to any option. And uh, we'll see what what the what the market study says. I'm just wondering in terms of the expectation from the league. That's that's where I'm. The league, uh, well, the league just I, I think they more or less want to see something done, you know, one way or the other. And we're uh, you know we're one of the smaller markets, and uh, any way we can increase increase our revenue, therefore. Have you um, maybe asked some of the other owners for? advice in terms of people that have been through this obviously yes. it's your first time yeah we do that we do that a lot yeah i know your study terry is part of it but there's been a long held question as to you know a new stadium in what could the western new york market support it from an economic standpoint the model that it takes to make a lot of these new stadiums work i know you're still fact finding but as a businessman do you have a, a general sense of what the answer to that question is i think the answer is probably a scaled down version of some of these palaces that are being built around the country. You know, the thing Stan is building in LA is amazing. Uh, Jerry Jones's facility in Dallas. So, uh, you know, we, we need to do something that's uh, Buffalo style. So, so your response is that you would favor building something as opposed to renovating what you have now. Uh, we'll see what the, what the market research says. Terry, whether it be the, I wanted to go back to the football stadium or whether it be what you do at Key Bank Center, but really primarily football, do you have a sense at this point how much public money would be involved 
in those projects? I, I don't have any idea. No, no. Is, is everything still on the table as far as location? If Let's say it was new. Location, dome, no dome, grass, turf, all that stuff. Uh, we haven't. We're waiting for our study to come out and see what, what all they tell us, what our market can can support. So it would be everything. So you, you, any, anything could happen and as far as that's concerned. Well, then you go down that road. I don't know. If we build a stadium, do you want a dome on it? <laughs> some people do. Some people don't. Yeah. I know sure. Miami do does. I know, do you? I know Steve Ross doesn't. <laughs> but do you? He's told me that. <laughs> no. No dome. No. I, I, you know, I, we'll, we'll see what the study says, you know. It's it's all about uh, what we think our fans want, what they'd prefer. If if the study shows that the that the marketplace just doesn't, you know, at the end of the day doesn't want to pay for it, I think it'd be the issue. Everybody yeah. wants the new thing, but paying for it is two separate things. Mm-hmm. Can you live with a you know a, a renovated or, or just an improved existing stadium that you have? Can that can that be a, a again? Let's see what. Let's wait till this summer and and see what kind of results we get out of uh, what the experts are telling us our market is. So we have, um, you know, obviously it's been a it's a private um, survey or I'm sorry assessment a feasibility study that that we have um, gotten CAA and ICON uh, to engage in. They started. We announced it in November, but they really haven't gotten started until probably the beginning of the year. Um, we've had tremendous tremendous um, response over 30,000 people from both um, from both the the hockey and the the football side have both really um, come out um, how to say in, in what they were looking they were looking for as well as our corporate partners so we've been talking we've been doing focus groups we've been talking to our corporate um, sponsors and then of course talking to the fans and so that study is still in its early phases I mean because you know like it's gonna it's gonna take a while, and like I said, this is just our own study, and I'm sure there's gonna be others, um, and there's gonna be more hands in in that jar trying to um, work on a plan. So this is really, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what they have, uh, but um, we are at least taking those steps early on, as early as they are. So, but we are taking those steps. I know a so. lot depends upon what decision you ultimately make, but can you gauge at all at this point any indication as to how much taxpayer money may be involved? I, I Honestly, Adam, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, I, the one thing I am saying, um, I, I, one of the owner of um, Icon was, was uh, really very much opened my eyes, and he said, listen, this is going to be one of the, the biggest, most impactful projects to come in almost 50 years by the time we get around to it. Um, he says, just make sure you keep your eyes wide open. Like, don't, don't, um, I know we all came in with some pre- preconceived ideas of what, you know, what it might look like, how much it might cost, where it should go, all those things. And he just said, listen, keep your um, your eyes, your ears, your, your head wide open uh, because this is going to be a game changer for Western New York. And so that's what I've been doing. So I'm not going to put any numbers, any any uh, anything on it. Is With it the- fair to say last year when you talked to Vic, I think, at this time... You back? You yeah, I'm sorry. Last year when you talked to Vic at this time, I think you had expressed some pessimism about financing for a new stadium maybe it's via i don't want to put words in your mouth but i remember you kind of expressing it was going to be a a major hurdle to overcome in a lot of respects has your view of that at the very least changed now based on what you've yeah. learned from well this? I, I don't i don't know if a major hurdle if i said that um it's not the the it's way i want to cost 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, okay. I guess um, when I say major hurdle, I mean that it's going to take a lot of work from a lot of people, the county, the fans, us, the stadium, the league, the state. And I think that in itself, I was trying to make sure that people understood and had the patience because it is going to be a big undertaking with a lot of people involved. And if, if that's the way I said it in terms of a major hurdle, yeah. then, um, you know, the more people, as you know, that are involved in that process, the longer, the harder the more involved everyone is going to have to get in that. And so. in the meantime, um, do you see, say, piecemeal changes, for instance, at the arena, score, uh, video board, uh, these sorts of things? Are you are those? Well, we are, we are constantly doing, you know, CapEx things. So as you know, over at the Bill Stadium as well and, and at uh, – Key Bank Center, we've constantly every year have put money into those buildings. One, to keep it um, to keep it up to date, the safety, all the things from a fan experience. So that doesn't stop because we know this is not this is not going to happen overnight. And so it's going to be a long process. But at the same time, we don't want to recreate something that we end up having to redo over again. So we're just being very mindful of, of, of balancing that, of be, be doing things that we need to do now. Um, mindful that there's bigger things that needs to be done down the road. Do you and with with, with um, the, the lease coming up right around the corner, I mean, is there at least a somewhat of a soft timeline that where you need to make a decision? Uh, no, we're just going to wait for the the study to come back, which we are hoping the, the at least our study will be coming back at the um, you know middle to end of uh, of the summer, um, and so then that'll kind of really help us direct on what the next steps will be. And what's the timetable if there is one for your 50th uh, rollout of your 50th anniversary? At the Sabres? At so. the Sabres? Uh, well, that'll probably be actually um, starting at the beginning of the season. So um, that's something we're really actually excited about. Of course, we're going to be talking about it um, with the draft. So obviously the draft in Vancouver, that'll probably be kind of the first time we really start pushing it. But just very much like the NFL 100, um, the draft is going to be their kickoff time for that. So, uh, But looking forward to we've got 100 coming up, we got a 60, and we got a 50. So a lot of celebrations coming up this year. Once the uh, renovations take place, would Holsting and NHL All-Star Game be on the table for you? Oh, we're always looking for that stuff. Oh, yeah, no, um, we always love to be able to have the possibility to engage. So um, if that's possible and what, you know, it's changed so much over the years. Um, um, so if, if, we're, if we can get that done, we certainly would take that into consideration. Summer's coming, and so too are the results of that study. Then we'll see what the Bagulas have to say, and hopefully that will lead to some thoughts from the county executive on the issue as well. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.